What's going on, everyone? Welcome into a live edition of Falcons Today. Appreciate everyone for taking time out of their busy, busy Thursday afternoons. NBA trade deadline has come and passed, and I don't know how Hawks fans feel about DeJounte Murray still being a member of their team, but hey, it is what it is. But let me know where you are tuning in from. Shout out your city right now. Get in the chat and let me know where you are watching from. Get in the chat, be active, and be loud here as Ty Man the Buckeye. Dude, talk about a chat sports Hall of Famer. Ty Man the Buckeye in I'm, the chat. Let's go. I was about to say, I'm new and I know who Ty Man is. Yeah, Colin's been here for a month and five days, give or take. And he's like, I go to bed each night and I think, what's Ty Man up to? Literally uh, the first thought. <laughs> Esteban is tuning in from Denver. Luke's in Canton. I've got Jamal watching from Houston, Texas. Johnson is in Wilmington, North Carolina, Phoenix City, Alabama in the house. Finally, our first ATL from False Star Falcon and Jabori Myrie. Um, Shockwaves in Atlanta. We've got Arizona in the house. AWH watching from Marietta. I've got New Mexico being represented. Santa Rose Beach. Locust Grove, Georgia, California, Victoria, Texas. Nearly 100 people tuned in already. Get in the chat right now. We've got a lot to talk about on today's show. But what I love so much about my job, and I'm not just saying this to be some corny, cheesy salesman, is that it's chat sports. It's not PD sports. And I know there's a lot of great YouTube outlets out there where you can get a lot of similar information. But what I think makes chat sports so great and so unique is we do our absolute best to make sure you, the viewer, are a part of the conversation. Because what fun of it, if, if I'm just standing here, just yelling at you guys, like screaming A, that's not fun for anyone. So get in the chat right now. Let me know where you're watching from. David's watching from London. I've got North Carolina and Richmond here. Adam is representing Florida, Colorado, Tacoma, Washington. Dirty Bird for a Life from Stone Mountain, Georgia. Georgia as well. So get in the chat right now. Let me know where you are tuning in from. Over 100 people tuned in. 18 likes, 19 likes. I don't want to be that desperate hoe, but make sure you like the video. Now, before we get into today's show, quick, quick, quick word from our sponsor today, which is Game Time. If you are thinking of going to the big game this upcoming Sunday in Las Vegas, you might as well save $100 in the process. And you can when you use code VEGAS100. I'm not going to act like Super Bowl uh, big game tickets are cheap, but make sure you go and use code big game. Uh, use code Vegas100, I beg your pardon, for the big game over at Game Time. Download Game Time today and use code Vegas100. Also, if you are unable to go to the big game, get started with Prize Picks. That's our awesome player staff projection service where you just choose more or less on their projected stats, and you can win up to 25 times your money. And they're also giving you guys an awesome deal, which is Patrick Mahomes' passing yards, 0.5. Just take the more. They're just giving it to you, right? It's like Moneyball. They're just giving you outs. Take it, throw it to first. Patrick Mahomes, take the more, and then choose one more, and you are there, two minimum, and you are good to go. So download Prize Picks today. Get a $100 deposit match up to $100 when you go to prizepicks.com slash CLNS and use code CLNS. All right, let's get back on track. Should Atlanta sign Jameis Winston? This has already gotten some people very fired up in the chat right now. So let me approach this with the reasoning as to why we're talking about this. I didn't just wake up today thinking, you know what? Jameis Winston would look really good in black and red. No, 
he hopped on a very, very popular podcast from Barstool Sports called Part of My Take, and they talked about joining the Atlanta Falcons. And Jameis was very open to it. So I figured, you know what? It's February 8th. We've got all the time in the world until free agency. Let's talk about Jameis for five minutes. It's not going to hurt anyone. Um, I'm seeing a lot of no's. I've got Red Stallions forever saying no. Good to see you, Red Stallions. Luke says no. Tom says no. Perez says no. Brody Brown, yes, as a backup. Oh, what great timing. Look at that. Thank you very much. So our chat sports delivery service, if you will, just popped into the studio. Can we throw up that uh, Super Chat menu really quickly, Colin? Because this is literally just on the fly. We got an autographed Michael Vick Falcons jersey. See, the autograph is right there. So an autographed Michael Vick Falcons jersey, and this is what we're doing. For the month of February, not just today's show, but the entire month of February, we are going to do a giveaway for a Michael Vick signed jersey, which literally just came into the studio. And we're going to do that giveaway at the end of the month. And in order to enter, it's a $10 Super Chat. So this will be something that we keep tally of throughout the entire month during all of our live shows. So not just for today, but also next Thursday and the following Thursday. So if you want to get your hands on an autographed Michael Vick Falcons jersey, turn it the right way, $10 Super Chat, and we will enter you into that giveaway, which we're going to do at the end of the month. So the last Thursday show, whatever that is, in February, $10 Super Chat. The other Super Chat menu for today, $2, get a shout-out, get on screen for everyone to see. $5, I'm trying something new. It might hit. It might be a gigantic miss. We'll see how it goes. But what I want to do is sponsor Falcons today. So you know how we've got these... We call the biz lower thirds, little uh, tidbit into the broadcasting world. Well, I thought it'd be fun, maybe, maybe not, to open up a show with a lower third that's got today's Falcons today is sponsored by Red Stallions Forever or Time Man the Buckeye or Black Mario 618. So $5 Super Chat and you can sponsor a future Falcons Today episode. $20 Super Chat, we've got an MVP poster we will add your name to. And then if you want to be the biggest baller of the show, $50. And we'll talk about whatever you want to talk about for an entire show or part of a show or something like that. So we're testing out some new things here at Falcons today. If it goes well, awesome. If not, we'll change it up next week. But that is our Super Chat menu for today. So if you like the free content and you want to throw some bones our way, we definitely won't say no. Greatly appreciated. If you're unable to Super Chat... At the very minimum, just like the video. That is a big, big boost to the channel. Okay, so getting back on track here. Um, should Atlanta sign Jameis Winston? Let me know. And then also, who you got? It's, a, it's the pin poll today. Who you got in the big game? Can I say it? I think I can say it. In the Super Bowl. Who are we kidding? I know the NFL gets really upset if you say those two words together. 49ers or Chiefs? Who you got? I'm thinking... I'm thinking Niners. I know Shanahan has a bad track record in the big game, but part of me just thinks the Chiefs have been such a suspect team this season up until the last month that maybe going up against a true juggernaut team in the 49ers, a lot of the problems we saw in the regular season will come to light. I know they flipped on a switch this offseason, this postseason, but I think Niners. I've also bet against the Chiefs every single game this offseason. I took the Dolphins, I took the Bills, I took the Ravens, 
and here I am taking the 49ers. So we'll yeah. see how it goes. We'll see. Yep. It should be a good game. Oh, uh, we got our first oh, Super Chat super of the day chat. coming in. Let's go! Adam! 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 I like this one comment. Trade for Hendon Hooker. Hendon Hooker came from a very prestigious university. Um, yours truly is a proud alum. Okay, Adam Shandix with a $5 Super Chat. Yo, would love to be a sponsor. Who do you think we draft at QB if we do? Okay, Adam, first off, look forward to seeing your name at the bottom of the beginning of a future episode of Falcons today, so keep an eye on that. But to answer your question, I think we're going to see Caleb, Drake May, and Jane Daniels go one, two, three. So now the question becomes, does Atlanta want to reach for a quarterback at eight, or do they want to wait to get a quarterback in round two, maybe round three? I think they would wait, wait to take a quarterback until round two to round three. So who could that quarterback be? To me, there's three options at that point. Michael Penix, Bo Nix, J.J. McCarthy. From what I'm hearing, J.J. McCarthy's stock has really picked up steam over the last month or so. Michael Penix's stock has kind of plateaued. Bo Nix's stock, kind of going down. Now, all these stock reports are really silly because watch the, watch the games, watch the tape, but ultimately, recency bias does take effect, and people forget what quarterbacks did in September when they look at what they did at the Combine in February and the draft is in April. If I had to, be, if I had to guess... Of those three quarterbacks, who would be most likely to be an Atlanta Falcon? I'm thinking Michael Penix. Right? I, I think he's got the highest ceiling of the bunch. And I could see Arthur Blank kind of walking into that war room going, I want to get that Washington quarterback that got their team to the national championship. That's a quarterback that can spray the football everywhere. I'm thinking Michael Penix. That would be my best guess, Adam. Hey, really appreciate your super chat, though. Now, later on in the show, we are going to have a mailbag, so get those questions in. Hashtag Falcons or super chat. Adam's super chat will be featured in that mailbag. So if you want everyone watching to see your question or your take, guarantee it by super chatting. Otherwise, you can go hashtag Falcons in the live chat, and then producer Colin, he just picks his favorite questions, and I don't know what he's feeling today. So you're at... You know, the the uh, producers will at that point. One more time, our Super Chat menu for anyone just tuning in. We are doing an awesome Michael Vick autographed jersey giveaway at the end of the month. So this will be an ongoing giveaway throughout the entire month of February. $10 Super Chat to enter. And then $5 Super Chat like Adam just did. And you will sponsor an episode of Falcons today. So we'll include your name at the beginning of the episode and give a big shout out to you and whatnot. So if you want to support the channel, Super Chats really do go a long way. Now coming up on today's show, latest news and rumors, as always, five cap-saving moves. Atlanta wants to go after some big fish in free agency. They've got cap space right now, but they could generate a whole bunch more. And maybe that's what they do to go get someone like, I don't know, Kirk Cousins. And then finally, that mailbag we just talked about. Hashtag Falcons or Super Chat. So that is our agenda for today. Okay, we've got 163 people tuned in at the moment. 49 likes. Can we get to 60 likes? Can we get 11 more likes? Before we get this plane off the ground. I know 11 of you watching right now. Like, oh shit, I forgot to like the video. Just be the person that just hits the thumbs up button. It goes a long way. 
Okay. Let's see. I've got Luke in the chat. Let me know when you've liked the video. Twist Music is also going hashtag Falcons. Get those questions in. Don't be afraid. People are so afraid this day and age. And I'll tell you what happened. I love the account, All Takes Exposed. But nowadays, people are so afraid to put out an opinion because if it doesn't marinate well, they're like, oh my God, I, I can't believe I said that. Dude, it's better to be wrong but remembered than just be completely forgotten. Okay, we're at 66 likes. Here we go. Are we ready to jump into a live edition of Falcons today? You ready, Colin? Ready to go. All right, Colin's only been here for like a month and a half. This is usually a role that takes a few months to get into, so everyone clap it up for producer Colin in the chat and just bear with us in case we have any turbulence along the way, but let's do it. Coming up on today's show, we're going to talk about Jameis Winston potentially coming to Atlanta. He recently hopped on a very popular sports podcast and talked about Atlanta. And then we'll talk about Calais Campbell possibly returning to the Falcons. But really quickly, make sure to like the video. The more likes we get, the more boost we get from YouTube to more Falcons fans. So if you enjoy our free content, liking the video is literally all we ask. Now, let's get into Jameis Winston coming to Atlanta, potentially. So, allow me to kind of set the scene for you. Jameis Winston hopped on Barstool Sports' podcast, Part of My Take. If you know PMT, you know everything I'm about to say. If you're unfamiliar with Part of My Take, it's a very, how do I put it? Don't take yourself too seriously type of podcast. They love to have guests on. They love to make jokes. It is not supposed to be some Big J blue checkmark type of podcast. They really let their hair down and let things loose a little bit. So while he was on PMT, they said, hey, we're going to throw out a couple random cities. And they all happen to be cities that had a QB opening, like Atlanta, Seattle, Washington, Denver. And they go, of those cities, which one would you like to go to? AKA, of these teams, where would you like to play next? In a uh, very indirect way of asking. And here's what Jameis said. Anyone that accepts me, but I'll just say this, Atlanta. I grew up an hour and a half from Atlanta. I'm from Birmingham, Alabama. I think that would be a beautiful time for my family. The accessibility it has to be my surrounding family, that would be beautiful. Now, I love Jameis. You love Jameis in the sense of Jameis is just entertaining. He is fun. He is funny. The league is better when Jameis is a part of ESPN's not top 10 plays. But this is a plan D slash E scenario if we're talking about the starting quarterback for the Atlanta Falcons in 2024. Jameis is fun to watch from afar. I don't know how much fun Jameis is when he's your quarterback. It's more fun when you're watching Jameis and he throws a pick six in overtime against the Falcons to close out the year. I enjoy that Jameis a lot more than watching Jameis throw the pick six as my quarterback. Now, the last time Jameis actually really played meaningful football, 2021. Remember, he came over from Tampa Bay, backed up Drew Brees. Drew Brees retires. Jameis takes over as the starter. Unfortunately, tore his ACL a third of the way into the year, but he had 14 touchdowns to three interceptions. Like He was playing some of his best football. And then a lot changed since then. Sean Payton retired. Jameis got benched pretty much. For not pretty much, he got benched for Andy Dalton and then never regained that starting role. But if you go back in time to Jameis Winston's season in 2019 with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, 
60% completion percentage, 5,100 yards, and then the 30 for 30 club. Um, him and Ronald Acuna. Ronald Acuna are the 30, 30 club members in Atlanta, potentially. 33 touchdowns, 30 interceptions. A very different 30-30 club. I think Jameis Winston joins a QB battle team. And that could be Atlanta. I'm not ruling out the Falcons, right? If they were to draft a rookie in round two, I don't think they're going to hand him the starting role right off the bat. So there could be a scenario that, listen, let's bring Jameis in, have him compete with this rookie, and let's get the best possible quarterback on the field. But I think a lot of other things would have to happen before Atlanta got to this step. I sure hope slash believe Raheem Morris and Terry Fontenot are not sitting down going, all right, let's plan out our quarterback strategy for this offseason. And target number one is Jameis Winston. I think there's a few more steps in between Jameis coming to Atlanta. But let me know what you think. Should Atlanta sign Jameis Winston? I think Jameis Winston could serve as an excellent backup, a fringe start if you really want to push the rookie or something like that for the starting role. I also think he's really matured and developed from maybe some of his antics at Tallahassee. And all I've heard is great things about the way he handled his benching in New Orleans and the way he's done his best to help mentor and bring along the younger players on the Saints. So I think adding Jameis Winston to the Falcons locker room could only be a good thing up until you remember the last play of the game in Week 18, 2023. That might be a bit of a hurdle for some people to get over when he handed it off to Jamal Williams, which on PMT they did talk about that play, and he said the Falcons' defensive line knew they were not needing it. I don't know how much I believe that. Maybe some guys knew. I don't think everyone knew. But that might be something where the Falcons just write off Jameis for going, no, our whole team hates his guts for that. We're not bringing that into this locker room. Find a different quarterback. That's a real possibility. Okay. If I had to give a rough preference order, again, it's only February, so a lot of dominoes could fall and things could change, but this would be my dream preference order. Number one is Caleb Williams, Drake May, or Jane Daniels. Ideally, at pick number eight. If it involves some level of a trade-up, okay, we can talk about that once that trade happens. But for now, that's goal number one. Get one of those three quarterbacks. Number two, Justin Fields. I like Justin Fields. I know not everyone likes Justin Fields. I'm a Justin Fields believer. Number three, Kirk Cousins. I like Kirk Cousins, and I think he's better than Justin Fields right now. I think the price element is what knocks him slightly below Fields, right? Justin Fields could be a very cheap option compared to Kirk Cousins for the next two seasons. Whereas if Kirk Cousins gets $90 million at the age of 36 coming off an Achilles tear, that could be a recipe for utter humiliation for the Falcons if Kirk Cousins comes up and he is very far from his peak days. Number four is Russell Wilson. Sign him for a vet minimum deal because that's what he's going to take because everything is offset from his contract with Denver. And let's be honest, if Russell Wilson was on this team in 2023, they are probably hosting a playoff game against the Philadelphia Eagles. And number five, I'll go with Jameis for the laughs. He's, the dude's just funny. I, I don't know how else to put it. He is just a very, very funny guy. All right, next up on the show, Calais Campbell. Is he returning to the Falcons? He recently did an interview with um, a reporter from the AJC, and we're going to talk about that next up on the show. But first, I have to give a shout-out to our sponsor today, which is Game Time. With Game Time, you can get $20 off any sporting event in your local area. 
Obviously, there's no Falcons games to go to for quite some time. But if you want to go catch a Hawks game, if you want to get a Brave Spring training game in, or any other sporting event in your local area, plus comedy, theater, musicals, all that good stuff, you can do that with game time. Plus, if you're going to the big game this upcoming weekend, you can save $100 when you go to game time and redeem code Vegas100. We all know that tickets to the big game are not the cheapest thing in the world, but thankfully with game time, you can at least save yourself an extra $100 and you can put that towards parking, concessions, hotels, anything you need. I know it be a bit last minute, but hey, if you're a last minute kind of person, at least save yourself $100 with game time by using code Vegas100. But for any other sporting event, comedy show, theater event in your area, get $20 off when you use code Falcons Chat. One more time, that is code Falcons Chat for $20 off when you download Game Time today. Terms apply, but it's the best place for last minute tickets. I love using Game Time, and I'm sure you will as well. All that information is in the comments and description of today's video. Now, switching gears, let's get back to Calais Campbell. So, he had, I thought, a very good season for Atlanta in 2023. I'm mean, giving given the age element, how long he's been in the league for. He played with a high motor. He wasn't someone who was just completely gassed in the fourth quarter and didn't have a whole lot left in the tank in the last quarter of the season. But given the age element, I don't think it's a surefire thing he would even return to any team in 2024. Now, he did do an interview with the AJC, and here's what he had to say. The last time I talked to Terry... He told me to let him know when I know. He was definitely eager to get me back if I want to play football again. But he was going to respect my process and let me go through it the way I go through it. Honestly, I'm game for Calais Campbell to return. Like, I understand that it was just one season, but it did feel like he brought some great leadership qualities to this locker room. And that's a locker room that doesn't really have a clear-cut voice on the defensive side. Like, before he got there, you have Grady Jarrett and A.J. Terrell, who are awesome players on the field, but I felt like that locker room really needed a more veteran mentor to kind of bring some of the young and up-and-coming players along. And I think Calais Campbell did a fantastic job of that. He's also a Walter Payton Man of the Year, so you know you're getting one of the best human beings in the National Football League. And he's also still pretty productive. I mean, 10 tackles for loss, six and a half sacks. Yeah, those aren't his peak day numbers from his time in Arizona, but I'll still take them. It's not like Atlanta's got a whole bunch of young defensive ends waiting to break through and get playing time. They do have Zach Harrison, who they drafted last year out of Ohio State, and he had some really good games towards the end of the season. But I'm all, about, I'm all for at least bringing Calais Campbell back, and maybe he's not a starter anymore. But being a part of that rotation, I don't see a negative to it. Now, if they decide to go a different direction for whatever reason, here are some other free agent defensive ends to keep an eye on. A.J. Epinesa from the Buffalo Bills. Dorrance Armstrong from the Cowboys. Chase Young is an interesting name to watch for. Very curious to see what his future holds. Jadeveon Clowney with the Ravens. And then Jonathan Grenard with the Houston Texans. So those are some other free agents to watch for. But let me know, would you bring Calais Campbell back? I do want to get your opinion on this. I'm all for it. I mean, it's not going to cost you much. I think Calais Campbell wanting to come back, or at least having some level of interest coming back, also is a good indication of, 
He thinks there's something in Atlanta. And maybe that decision comes once he knows who the quarterback is. But he came to the Falcons because he knew he didn't have many years left in the league. And he felt like the Falcons were a team where he could go and compete. And so if Campbell wants to come back, I think that's a good sign from a player of where he thinks this team is headed. And hopefully it's headed in the right direction. Now that's going to do it for us on this edition of Falcons today. Thank you so much for tuning in. I always appreciate people that take time out of their day to come hang out with us. If you're not subscribed yet, consider going ahead and doing so. It's completely free, so I probably shouldn't say this, but if you don't like the content after like a few days or a week, you just unsubscribe. It's not one of those like tricks where you give your credit card information and then we bill you secretly in two weeks. No, just join the channel for funsies. Dave Joseph. What's going on, Mr. Joseph? Dave Joseph, how you feel about Michael Penix's legs? He suffered two torn ACLs at Indiana. He suffered two season-ending shoulder injuries in Bloomington. How do I feel? Not great. But he did play two full seasons at Washington. Even three seasons? No, no, two seasons at Washington. So he was able to stay healthy in Seattle for two straight years. Man, those combine medicals are going to be huge for Penix. If Michael Penix can come out of those combine medicals with a clean bill of health, I'm all for it, Like especially round two. However, if there are some concerns about, hey, a lot of tread is on this guy's tires before he even steps into the league, then I might back off a little bit. But I got to wait and see. But how do I feel? I mean, I, I don't know Michael Penix's knees where they're at. So I started walking to work again, and my fat ass, I thought I, like, strained my ACL yesterday. I got home, and I was like, that mile-and-a-half walk did some damage to me. Um, so I couldn't imagine what he's going through. All right, would you bring Calais Campbell back, though? S for sign, P for pass. Give me your thoughts in the comment section. Seeing a lot of S for sign, that's what I like to see. I like it. I like it. I like it. Okay. Kaysen says S. Red Stallion says S. Damon. How do you feel about trading pits? Damon, put hashtag Falcons in that question. That way, when the mailbag rolls around, we can take that and put it on screen. But without the hashtag Falcons, that's because of the software. It looks for hashtag Falcons. And when it sees comments with it, it pulls it and puts it on screen for us to talk about. So really quickly, as we just had another Super Chat roll in, I do want to remind you guys about our Super Chat menu today. We're doing a Michael Vick autograph jersey giveaway at the end of the month at the end of the month of february so it's going to be like a month-long build-up to it so be the first one because if you send a ten dollar super chat in you are one of one in this giveaway so i like your chances when you're one of one so if you want to get your own autographed michael vick jersey ten dollars super chat we're going to do that at the end or do the the uh, race if you will at the end of the month so it's kind of like a fun, long, little month-long race. I don't know. Trying something different. We'll see if it sticks. We'll see if it lands. But I figured that's the off-season four. A little bit of experimentation. Okay. Are we ready to jump into our next segment? Draven Delson, when does free agency start again? Free agency technically begins when the new league year begins. However, the NFL allows legal tampering 48 hours before that new league year starts. So that would be, I think, the second Monday in March. I want to say, let me just look at my calendar. I want to say a date, but I don't want to say the wrong date and get that date stuck in people's heads. I believe um, 
Monday, March 11th is when the legal tamperings begin. And then March 13th, I think, is the beginning of the 2024 league year. That's my 95% confidence level on it. But someone can fact check me. Okay. Are we ready to jump into the next segment? Okay. I'm ready when you guys are. Here's the Super Chat menu one more time. If you enjoy the free content and you're like, you know what? This guy's kind of goofy, but I like it. I'll Super Chat a little bit. Definitely won't say no. Always greatly appreciated. 177 people tuned in. 96 likes. Let's get four more likes. Let's get to 100 likes. The rumor is if you have more likes than 50% of the people watching, YouTube looks at that and they're like, this is a great stream. Let's show it to more people. And more people means, well, more subscribers and then more studio space and then more content for you guys. So that's sort of the train of thought there. Okay. Um... 97 likes, three likes away. Are we ready to jump into the next segment here? 101 likes. There we go. There we go. All right. I'm ready when you guys are. Here we go. On today's show, we're going to run through five moves Terry Fontenot and the Atlanta Falcons can make this offseason to clear up some cap space to be big ballers in free agency if that's the route they want to go. But before we get to all that, first, what big-name free agent do you want Atlanta to sign, right? Is it Kirk Cousins? Is it Josh Allen, the other Josh Allen? Is it Brian Burns? Is it T. Higgins? Just get in the comment section right now and let me know which big-name free agent you would like to see the Atlanta Falcons sign. Now, let's kind of set the scene a little bit here. The Falcons currently are 14th in cap space for 2024 with $25.8 million available. Now, remember, if they sign someone to like a four-year $100 million contract, it's only $25 million for that first season. So don't think of it like they only have $25 million to spend just for 2024. But they could generate a lot more room. And that's what we're going to talk about on today's show. And the first way they can do that is this, releasing Taylor Heineke. They could also trade him. I don't know what team is calling to trade Taylor Heineke, but I will add that. But a release seems much more likely. Arthur Smith more or less signed Taylor Heineke. He's gone, and Heineke is likely gone too. Why? Because you can save $6.5 million. You've got $25 million in the bank right now. You could add $6.5 million with only $2 million cap hit, a dead cap hit for 2024 if you move on from Taylor Heineke. To me, this seems like an absolute no-brainer, right? Taylor Heineke this past season did not show us any reason to believe he can be this team's starting quarterback going into 2024. Arthur Blank more or less called out Heineke and Ritter by name without explicitly doing so, saying, we sucked at quarterback, we need to get better. They're not bringing back Heineke and Ritter to start in 2024. They can't save much money at all by moving on from Ritter, but they can save $6 million by moving on from Heineke. Now, I also will float out this idea. If Atlanta trades for Justin Fields, I could see the Falcons, including Heineke, in that trade. That way, Chicago's got a bit of a placeholder QB to at least run some drills in training camp, at the very least, with the rookie quarterback and provide some mentorship in that quarterback room. So just keep an eye on that as well. Move number two, release Lorenzo Carter. You're going to see a bit of a trend here before we get to some of the big splashy ways to open up some money. But Lorenzo Carter came back on a two-year contract and he saw a major reduction in his role. And I see $3.7 million in cap savings at the price of $1 million in dead cap. To me, 
the pros outweigh the cons here. Carter this past season, three sacks, six tackles for loss, especially towards the very end of the year. We did not see a whole lot of him on defense, so I just think the cap savings outweigh the production you got from Carter last year, and I'd be very much interested in moving on from Lorenzo Carter and saving a bunch of that cap space, right? Because if you move on from Lorenzo Carter, well, add that to Taylor Heineke, and all of a sudden, you're at like 40, uh, 35-ish 40, million dollars now in cap savings, almost there. So now you got $35 million to spend if you were to move on from Lorenzo Carter. Before we get into our next three moves Atlanta could make, we are so close to reaching 19,000 subscribers. You can see that we are about 40 or so subs away. So I invite you to join the channel if you have not already and get yourself the best free Falcons YouTube content throughout all of free agency and the draft. Move number three, release Jonu Smith. I promise this is the last of the releases, but all these three releases make some sense. Now, Jonu Smith is an interesting one because I don't want to cut Jonu Smith because he was bad last year. Now, you could argue he was the most explosive player on that offense. Like, he had some big plays for Atlanta, right? But, again, Jonu Smith overlapped with Arthur Smith in Tennessee. That's why we saw that trade go down. Now that Art is gone, I think Janu may be packing his bags as well. Now, I want to add in the fact that you could save $6.5 million if you were to move on from him. Yeah, I think the writing's on the wall, unfortunately, for Janu Smith, and he may very well be gone. So Janu Smith, I think, is a very, very prime candidate to be released. Let's move on to move number four to save some caps here. Oh, actually, one last thing. Thank you. So if you were to move on from all those guys here, put it on screen, and Mike Hughes, I mean, we're looking at about $20 million in cap space just by cutting all four of these players. I'll toss in Mike Hughes as well, just because I feel like he's right there on the fringe. The reason why I didn't explicitly say him is, well, with Jeff Okuda, a free agent, maybe uh, Atlanta's not rushing to move on from another cornerback, but for $3 million, if they want to get $20 million in cap space, they can move on from four players, and boom, it is done. So if the Falcons move on from those four players, now they've got 45-ish million dollars in cap space. That's plenty of money. You could sign a marquee, incredible free agent. You could sign T. Higgins, pay him $20 million, and you still have $25 million to spend. You could sign Josh Allen or Brian Burns to a contract that pays $25 million a season, and you've still got $20 million to spend. So... This is plenty of money to spend, but let's just say Arthur Blank goes, I'm 81. I don't know how much time I've got left. Maybe I really want to get everyone. Maybe I want to get T. Higgins and Brian Burns. And if that's the situation, they're going to need to make some more room, which they can do, and we're going to look at next on today's show. But first, I do want to tell you guys about our sponsor, which is Prize Picks. So, we got the big game coming up on Sunday, and if you want to have some bonus fun while watching it, do it by getting started with prize picks, where you pick two to six players and then choose more or less on their projected stats. Now, let me give you an example of what I'm talking about. Prize picks has an awesome deal right now where you can get Patrick Mahomes' staff projection at 0.5 passing yards. Just take them more, and then you just got to pick one more correctly, and you have one. It's really that simple. 
I like Isaiah Pacheco's more at half a rushing or receiving touchdown. I also like the more for Brock Purdy's passing yards at 248 and a half. So get started with prize picks today by going to prizepicks.com slash CLNS and use code CLNS if you want to get a deposit match up to $100. I put that link in the comments and description of today's video, prize picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. Now, switching gears here, let's get back to ways we can create some extra cap space for Terry Fontenot and the Falcons. Move number four would be extend A.J. Terrell. I know that might sound a bit backwards, like we're going to pay him more money to make more cap space. I don't get it, but I'll explain in a moment. First off, A.J. Terrell comes off an interesting season last year where I don't think he was bad by any stretch, but we've now marked two straight seasons without an interception. And I don't think interceptions are the only way to indicate whether or not a cornerback is good, but I do think there is a level of truth to A.J. Terrell's first two years were better than his last two seasons, and I don't think that's all that hot of a take, right? He goes from having four interceptions in years one and two to zero, pass breakups is down, forced fumbles is down, and touchdowns allowed are up. So I can see why maybe Atlanta would have a level of hesitation as Terrell enters the final year of his rookie contract before giving him an extension. But ultimately, I think A.J. Terrell is a good cornerback, and he is worthy of a contract extension. Not a contract reset the market, not become the highest paid cornerback. No, I'm not interested in that. But I am interested in paying him four years, $64 million. That's an average of $16 million, and we're going to guarantee over half of it. So essentially, it's a three-year contract for $45 million. Now, corners are so valuable in this league. Where A.J. Terrell might not be a top three corner, no questions asked, but he's definitely one of the best cornerbacks in this league. And when you think about what positions are so frequently going in the top ten of drafts and are the highest paid in free agency, quarterback, edge rusher, offensive tackle, corner, wide receiver. Those five positions. It's not a, it's not a coincidence that they always go first in the draft and are always the biggest free agent price tags. So when you've got a good corner, and the Falcons have a good to great corner in A.J. Terrell, they should not mess around. They should not get too cute with it and go, oh, we could save some money and move on from him. No, no, no. Extend him. And when you extend A.J. Terrell, what that allows you to do is it allows you to take his cap hit for this season, and you can spread it out over the remainder of his contract. And if you do that, now you're up to 55-ish million dollars in cap space. So by extending him four years, putting four more years on his contract, take his cap hit for this year and spread that bad boy over the remainder of his contract and free up more money for now. Because what's the better what's the business expression? Money now is better than money later. And that would be money now. Now let me know if you would extend AJ Terrell. Do you think he is a future like cornerstone piece of this franchise that's going to be here for eight, nine seasons. Let me know yes or no in the comments section. Now, while you're getting those yeses or nos in the comments, let me tell you about move number five to generate more cap space for Terry Fontenot. Terry, I hope you were inviting this down. Move number five, restructure Jake Matthews' contract. Let's talk about what a contract restructure is. 
A lot of people just think the word restructure means the player agrees to less money. No, that's not a contract restructure. That is a player agreeing to less money. A contract restructure is when you take their base salary for this season, 2024, and you prorate it over the remaining years of their contract, which thus lowers their cap hit for this year, 2024, and raises their cap hit in future seasons. That is what a restructure is. It gives you money to spend now, but later on in their contract, you are going to have a bigger cap hit for the player. That's what the New Orleans Saints have been doing for 10-plus years, and a lot of other teams are starting to do that because they want to maximize their spending right now. In other words, it's kicking the can down the road. So why Jake Matthews, though? He turned 31 years old just a few days ago, actually. He is under contract through 2026, and he's the longest-tenured Falcon, period. So there are a couple of players that you could restructure contracts for. But if you are restructuring a player's contract, and you are lowering their cap hit for this year, but raising future cap hits, what that means is you are banking on that guy being here for the duration of their contract. Because if you restructure their contract and then raise their cap hit in their last two years and decide, oh my God, he sucks, we have to cut him, uh-oh, now you've got a bill, you have a big bill to pay. And you don't even want the guy in your team anymore. It's one thing if you restructure their contract and at the end of their career, end of their uh, contract, they've got a big cap hit, but they're still super productive. So you go, you know what? We'll suck it up and it's worth it because they're still producing. But if they're not even on your team anymore and they leave you with a bill of $25 million, that is tough to overcome. So I'm only looking at guys I think that are going to be here for the duration of their contract. And I think Jake Matthews, I mean, he's only known one thing, and that is being an Atlanta Falcon. Ever since he was a first-round pick in 2014 out of Texas A&M, he has been the most consistent piece after Matt Ryan on this offense, right? I mean, he had a bad rookie season, but that was a decade ago. Look at what he's done pro football focus ranks-wise since then. I mean, consistently finishing in the top 15. This past season, he finished 30th out of 81 qualifying tackles. We are still talking about a top-half tackle in this league. And we saw last year how many starting quarterbacks got injured? Over half? It is so important to make sure your quarterback stays upright. So don't mess around with the left tackle when you've got a surefire starter like Jake Matthews. Now, I could only see the Falcons doing this if they plan on being big spenders in free agency. right? There's no reason to free up cap space this year by restructuring a player's contract raising their future cap hit if you don't plan on spending that money this year, right? Why would you make life difficult you down the road if you want to make life easy on you now and then you don't take advantage of all that extra money you just freed up? So contract restructures, I hope that kind of dispels some fallacies about what a restructure is. And if you want to spend more money this offseason, you can generate more money by restructuring contracts like Jake Matthews. If they do that, now we're talking $65 million in free agency. Obviously, that's a big number, and they don't have to get to that number. I only think they would do all five of those steps if they are determined Kirk Cousins is our guy, and he wants a two-year $90 million contract. That's $45 million. Well, we got to get to 65, 
So we can pay 45 to him and then have an extra $20 million to spend on some other players as well. This would be a, we're going full throttle on 2024 free agency. We want to generate as much room as possible. You don't have to generate as much room as we went over today, but there are levels to it depending on how much you want to spend. I really appreciate everyone for watching today's video. And I mean, you guys know who you are. The end of the video squad watching all the way through. Type ATL in the comment section because I like to think when other people are in the comments, like, what are all these ATLs? I'm like, you scrub. You don't watch all the way to the end of the video. That's why you have no idea. Dave Joseph with a $10 super chat. Let's go, Dave. Dave, what's going on? MV, I need that jersey. Hashtag Falcons great. Definitely bring in Burns. For a moment, this sounds so selfish. I thought he like mistyped MP for Matthew Peterson. He's like, Matthew, I need that. I was like, no, I'm I think it's this Matthew. He's talking. Oh, this Michael he's talking about. So, hey, Dave, right now you are one of one, right? He is one of one. So if you want to contest Dave Joseph for this Falcons Michael Vick autographed jersey giveaway, we're going to do it at the end of the month. But Dave is locked in to the raffle, to the giveaway for the rest of the month, meaning we're just going to add names as each Thursday show comes along. So Dave's the first entry, and we're going to add more throughout the entire month. And at the end of the month, we will do a race to decide who gets the Michael Vick autographed jersey. But Dave, thank you so much, man. Appreciate you. Rusty Moore, what's going on, Rusty? You run Chat Sports as Browns. What's your favorite squad? Rusty, this is a semi-common question I get, and I definitely understand the questioning behind it. So let me kind of explain what's going on here. Here at Chat Sports, we have 25 people? 26? You're number 26, yeah. So we're a growing company, but 26 people are still a relatively small company, which means we have to have hosts help out run different team channels until we as a company are big enough where we can hire enough hosts so each host only covers one team. So I help out with our Browns channel, I help out with our Falcons channel, and are you ready for this? I also help out with our Broncos channel, which I know that sounds very strange, but honestly, ask yourself this question. If you were offered a job to cover the NFL coming out of college and you have to cover one to two, maybe even three teams at stretches, would you have said no? Absolutely not. Before this, I was living in Wyoming, freezing my ass off doing small town radio because there were no jobs when I graduated in 2020. So when I applied to Chat Sports and I learned, hey, you may have to wear some hats at different times to help out other channels, I said, not a problem at all. Just get me out of Evanston, Wyoming. Great, great place though. So very happy to be running all these channels and helping out when needed at different spots. I understand it's a bit unorthodox. It's a bit unusual, but I like to view it as I get to be more knowledgeable on more teams so that I come to the table knowing more about that team and other teams so that I am well-versed. Rusty, I hope that helps answer your question. I really appreciate you supporting the channel, though. Melon Walter, Fields plus Higgins plus Allen equals Super Bowl. Justin Fields plus T. Higgins plus Josh Allen. Maybe. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if I go that far that quickly. I think, it, I think it means playoff. I think it means playoffs, and you could even stretch to playoff wins, right? Um, the good news-ish for Atlanta is they're not in the AFC. So they don't have to go through Patrick Mahomes. And they just get hot at the right time. Sure, we could see a team like the Falcons kind of blossom out of nowhere and get hot and go on a Super Bowl run. 
How many people saw the Bengals doing that not long ago, right? I don't know if I'd go all the way to say those three guys equals Super Bowl done deal, but I think that means winning the NFC South and winning a home playoff game, and then the rest is gravy. Melon Walter, thank you so much for the super chat. $10, which means you and our friend Dave, one-on-one right now, no scope, for the Michael Vick autographed jersey. Okay. Um, are we ready to jump into our mailbag? Yeah. One more time. Sorry. Had an ear itch. Okay. Super chat menu for today. $2 super chat. You get a shout out. Get on screen for everyone watching to see. $5 super chat. We got one earlier from, was it Austin? No, Adam. Adam Shandix. Um, so Adam is going to be the sponsors, like sponsor a highway. We're going to open up a future episode of Falcons today. And Adam's name will be right there for everyone watching to see. $10 gets you entered into our month-long raffle we are doing. Right here, Michael Vick. Autographed jersey. I think I've shown this 100 times, but in case anyone just tuned in. So we're going to do that at the end of the month of February. So we're just going to kind of accumulate all the different $10 Super Chats from now until then. And then do that drawing at the end of the month. And that is our Super Chat menu for today. So with that being said, are we ready to jump into our mailbag? Okay, I'm ready. You guys ready? Okay, let's jump into a live mailbag. Mailbag time here on Falcons today. Today's show was filmed, by the way, during our live show, which airs every single Thursday at 5 p.m. Eastern. So tune in if you want to be on next week's mailbag. But first question comes in from Dat1 Falcons fan. Here's my 2024 outlook. Get Russell Wilson and draft Jaden Daniels. Keep Ritter as an emergency backup. Trade for Aaron Donald and Joey Bosa and anything else that will help the team in the future. That's one hell of a plan. Um, let's kind of break it down bit by bit really quickly. I think it's very feasible that the Falcons get Russell Wilson. I don't think that's a stretch. I don't think that's a long shot. I think he gets released by Denver. And if Atlanta's top one or two options, however they may many be, ahead of Russell Wilson, all fall through, I could see Russ being the next best option. I don't know if they would draft Jaden Daniels. Well, I don't think signing Russell Wilson gets in the way of drafting Jaden Daniels if Jaden Daniels were to fall to them at number eight. I don't think they would sign Russell Wilson and then trade up for Jaden Daniels. But if they are shocked to see him available at like pick six, yeah, maybe they'd jump up from eight to six and then go get their quarterback who sits behind Russell Wilson for a year, if that. Trade for Aaron Donald and Joey Bosa. I don't think you can pull up both trades. You might have to pick just one. I don't think Aaron Donald likely leaves L.A., but maybe he is really, really anxious to rejoin Raheem Morris. Joey Bosa, I think the Chargers will hold on to. Harbaugh, Ohio State, maybe he doesn't like him. I'm not quite sure, but I think he is not. Harbaugh does not want to go into L.A. and go, let's get rid of our best players as my first business of operation. And then finally, add anything else to help the team in the future. Yeah, that sounds pretty good to me. Young Falcon 12, what do you, oh, right on time. What do you think about trading for Joey Bosa? So we got a couple people thinking about adding Joey Bosa to the squad. Let's look at Joey Bosa's numbers over the last couple of seasons because the issue with Joey Bosa has been the lack of availability, right? That's been the biggest hurdle. Last two years, nine games and five games. But when he played 16 games in 2021, he put up really good numbers. 10 and a half sacks, 51 tackles. Is that a typo? Seven four. I don't, I don't know if it's type. Seven forced fumbles. Like Joey Bosa, when healthy, I don't think he's the 
one of the top three edge rushers in our game, but I do think he is a top 10 edge rusher if he plays all 17 games. So if Atlanta feels confident that Joey Bosa can rehab and gets good word on his medical progress, and if the Chargers go, listen, we just got to clear our books a little bit, new guy in charge, and if Harbaugh does decide, I do want to move on from Bosa, and the Falcons can get him for a third, I don't want to overpay because I'm worry, very worried about how much availability he'll bring to Atlanta, but a third for Joey Bosa, I'm game. Now let me know, would you trade for Joey Bosa? Yes or no? Get in the comment section right now and chime in. I wouldn't do it for a first or a second. I would do it for a third, though. Moving on to our next question here on our live mailbag in just a moment. Comes in from Twist Music. Instead of trading for a second and a third for Fields, why not spend a fourth or a fifth for Hendon Hooker, who, ha who also has a year left in his rookie contract, who could produce the same, if not more, than Fields? So Hendon Hooker actually has three more years left on his rookie contract. Um, and I don't think the Lions want to move on from him, right? They, they drafted him in the third round last year out of Tennessee. I think they kind of want to see it through. Now, they had a great year out of Jared Goff, but it might not be about Hendon Hooker not being able to start in Detroit. Teddy Bridgewater is retiring, and every single NFL team better have learned from 2023 how valuable it is to have a good backup quarterback. Because the last thing you want is your season to go down the drain because your starter went down for four, five, six games, and your backup went one and four, one and five in that stretch. So if they think Hendon Hooker's a good backup, they're not going to trade him for a fourth or a fifth just to draft a new quarterback at the fourth or fifth and hope he's just as good as Hendon Hooker, given how difficult it is to draft quarterbacks that are good in day three. So my guess is the Lions, they want to hold on to Hooker. AFX Apocalypse, what's going on, dude? This is a bold take, but what about Trey Lance? I, I actually don't think it's as bold as you might think AFX. The Cowboys used a third to get Trey Lance out of San Francisco, and my guess is they want to maybe see that go through a little bit longer, right? I don't think they traded for Trey Lance because they thought this could be a Dak Prescott replacement one day. I think they saw it as a really high ceiling just in case Things didn't go well with Dak. And at the very worst, we've got a good backup. Again, this is going to be a big theme this offseason. Teams investing in their backup quarterback position. Because GMs, they put together this incredible roster in their eyes. But all of it hinges on the quarterback staying healthy. And all their work is for nothing. If the backup takes over and they lose four games in a row. And everything else was first nothing. All right, before we move on to the rest of the questions on today's show, I do have to tell you guys about our sponsor today, which is Game Time. So if you are thinking of going to the big game at the last possible moment, get with Game Time right now and use code VEGAS100 to get $100 off. We all know that tickets to the big game are not the cheapest thing in the world, but if you're a spur-of-the-moment kind of person, you're like, F it, I want to go right now, well, why not just save $100 at the very least by using code VEGAS100? Now, Game Time also has tickets on every other event out there, right? We're talking Hawks games, Brave Spring Training, Fox Theater events, whatever you want to do in your local area, make sure you download the Game Time app and then use code FALCONSCHAT for $20 off. 
So download Game Time today and use that code Falcons Chat for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply, but once again, all that information is in the comments and description of today's video. Shout out to Game Time for supporting us here at Falcons today. Clout on twos. What will it take to get Justin Jefferson? I don't think the Minnesota Vikings would trade Justin Jefferson without getting a top 10 pick in return so that they can immediately draft Roma Dunze or Malik Neighbors. That would, that would have to be under the assumption that Minnesota goes, we don't want to pay Justin Jefferson the greatest contract in wide receiver history because we don't think we're going to be competitive for the next two or three seasons. So let's try and reset a little bit and go cheap at wide receiver. Personally, I think Minnesota's going to pay him. But if they don't, Maybe it's Atlanta's eighth overall pick this year, which, let's be honest, if Justin Jefferson entered this draft this year, where would he get taken? I don't think he leaves the top five. So, first overall pick this year, number eight, and probably next year's first-round pick. Two first-rounders for Justin Jefferson, one of them being top ten, and I think the Vikings would at least consider that option if you really did want to trade for him. I don't think it's going to happen, though. Kaysen Marchbanks, if we sign slash trade for a QB and sign an edge rusher like Chase Young or someone like that, would you draft a wide receiver with our first pick? So let's go with what you're describing here as they get Justin Fields or Russell Wilson. Doesn't matter which one. And then they go out and get maybe Chase Young, as you put it. I could see them very well using that first round selection on a wide receiver. I know everyone is so focused on the edge position. But keep in mind, it's February right now. Like, Don't get so focused on drafting for need when it's February. Focus on drafting for best player available. Because the needs for the Atlanta Falcons are going to change through free agency. If they go out and sign Josh Allen, everyone that said you have to draft Edge in this year's draft is going to look a little bit silly, right? Because they all of a sudden don't need Edge as much as they need other positions. So until free agency is over... Don't look at mock drafts and drafts as drafting for need. Look for the best player, right? Go look at previous drafts and be like, I can't believe this team passed on that guy. Oh, that's because that year they really needed a corner. Yeah, and then they passed on Justin Jefferson. Like, what were they thinking? Well, they had two good wide receivers at the time. So what? He's Justin Jefferson. If you think Malik Neighbors or Roma Dunze is going to be the next wide receiver that transcends this league, don't pass on them because you're like, we really like what we have going after Drake London. Fuck that. Go get the best player available in the top 10 of the draft. UGA homegrown. Any chance of a Jerry Judy trade? I would say there's a chance. I don't think there's a 0% chance. I think there would be interest on both ends, right? Atlanta has one wide receiver in Drake London under contract for 2024. And the Denver Broncos have been getting lots of phone calls about Jerry Judy for over a year at this point. And this past season, Jerry Judy, well, I don't think he showed Denver enough to believe that he can at least be, be again, the topic of trade conversations this offseason. Now, last year, the Broncos reportedly wanted a first or a second and a player, and no one offered that. But maybe this year, with his value down because he's got one less year on his rookie contract, a fully guaranteed fifth-year option at $12.9 million, and he comes off a low year, playing all 16 games and only scoring two touchdowns, a team like the Falcons could call and say, 
we'll give you a third, and the Broncos go, we're really short for picks, and we are trying to do a rebuild, and we don't have a lot of picks to do it, so if this is the best offer we're going to get, we'll do it. And maybe Jerry Judy returning to the Southeast is exactly what he needs. So let me know, would you trade for Jerry Judy? I'm definitely interested in Jerry Judy for the right price. I know that it has not been a fantastic four years in Denver, but it hasn't been a complete abomination. And if I think about what Jerry Judy did so well at Alabama when he won the Blitnikoff Award, it was he was able to beat his man at the line of scrimmage in the first second, right? The moment the ball was snapped. And now I think about what Russell Wilson did so well in Seattle, which was extend plays, right? Be a magician, improvise. And after holding on to the ball for six seconds, he chucks it deep to Tyler Lockett or Doug Baldwin. That's not really what Jerry Judy did so well, right? Jerry Judy wants the ball one and a half seconds after the ball is snapped because he's already beaten his man. But Russ didn't really lean into that style of Judy or that strength of Jerry Judy. So maybe that's a reason why Judy has been a bit underwhelming in Denver. And in Atlanta, they lean into his strengths a little bit more. He'd have more success. Mellon Walter. Trade for Fields, sign Higgins and Allen, use draft to bolster the defense slash get depth, and use remaining cap to retain key free agents, and the Lombardi is ours. Yeah, um, you might have some issues with steps two and three of signing Higgins and Allen. I don't think Jacksonville is going to let Josh Allen walk out the door very easily. They want to bring him back. So unless the Falcons truly make an offer that Jacksonville will not compete with, I think he's likely staying in Duval. As for T. Higgins, I've heard he has interest in the Tennessee Titans. Right, He's from Knoxville. His old OC just went to Tennessee. Now, money talks, and that can easily change minds, but he first and foremost wants to stay in Cincinnati. The good news is the Bengals, their ownership is by far the poorest of all ownership in the NFL. Their business is the Bengals. That's it. So they don't have a lot of guaranteed money to spend, and he's looking for the guaranteed cash. And they just spent a lot of it on Joe Burrow, and now they have to spend a lot of it on Jamar Chase. So the rest of your plan looks great. I'm not so confident about the Josh Allen part. It would be really cool. Don't get me wrong. Just don't put all your eggs in that basket. Lee from the Raptors. Grab get along the way. This is the wide receiver, South Carolina. Uh, the, the wide receiver from South Carolina who was better than Spencer Rattler, I think I'm going to say very confidently. I'm going to say with my chest right now, he was better than Spencer Rattler. So... He didn't have the greatest senior bowl, uh, from what I remember, and I'm interested in him maybe round three, not so much round one or round two. Uh, Mr. Rose RA, and then I think we had a super chat from Adam earlier too. Uh, Mr. Rose, or Mr. Jose, I'm sorry. Love from Argentina to all of to you all. If we go Justin Fields, he is such a dual threat QB. Are we hurting our air threat? I don't, I don't think so. I, I think Justin Fields as a passer has been heavily discounted in terms of how valuable he is and how good he is. He's got tremendous accuracy down the field, right? And he's got great velocity on his passes. I know it's hard to wrap your mind around a dual-threat quarterback also being a good passer because usually it's one or the other. But Justin Fields can make all the throws. He's got the accuracy. He's got the velocity. His biggest crimes are he holds on to the football too long, and he is too turnover prone. Those are things I believe that with better coaching can be coached and improved. And he did not have good coaching and does not have good coaching in Chicago. Let's wrap up the show with this super chat from Adam. Yo, would love to be a sponsor. Who do you think we draft at QB if we do? 
I think you're going to see Caleb Williams, Drake May, and Jane Daniels all go one, two, three, which leaves J.J. McCarthy, Bo Nix, and Michael Penix. I don't think any of those guys will be Atlanta's selection at number eight. Of those three guys, I could see one going between picks 12 and 32. And that leaves two guys. And I think that one guy that goes earlier may be J.J. McCarthy, which doesn't sound very allure, you know, alluring, but people are really high on J.J. That's what I'm going to say. I think Michael Penix would be the best bet for Atlanta in round two if they don't have a quarterback answer at that point in the calendar. And that's going to do it for us on today's show. Thank you so much for tuning in. I always appreciate those of you that get into our live content and also check out our mailbags and whatnot, which reminds me, use hashtag Falcons in the chat right now if you have a question you want to be asked in the comment section and answered or on a future mailbag here at Falcons Today.